Welcome back to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast, episode 97. Are you feeling overwhelmed in your landscaping business? Hey everybody, we're your host Scott and Katie Molchan, and today we just wanted to take some time to talk about overwhelm in your landscaping <laughs> business, because uh, it's common, it's so common, we've all been there. I don't know anybody who's not been there. Yeah, uh, so. yeah. because we did get an, an email from one of our members. Uh, uh, we have our Million Dollar Academy mm-hmm. for landscaping business owners, and we did get an email from one of our members a couple weeks back. And it was basically, you know, he, he just, he's tired. He feels like he can't get caught up. Like yeah. his phone's ringing off the hook. You know, he said he has pretty good employees, but they're slower than they were last year. You know, he's paying them well. He just doesn't understand why they're taking so long. And, and he's kind of stuck in that trap of the business is running him other, rather than him running the business, you know, and, it, and it's only May. <laughs> so, um, he's, you know, it's, it's everything. You know, there's quotes to do. It's getting the crews out and going. I'm sure he's still doing some work in the field. There's the bookkeeping, the payroll. It's just it's everything. We're all very familiar with this. And he's very new in his business. And so he's still doing all of the things. And we all go through that because... Yep. Honestly, the first couple years of owning your own business is you kind of you have to live like most people won't in order to have the life that most people won't have. <laughs> it's there's a quote that goes something like that. Like basically, the first years of entrepreneurship are rough. So, um, and I think he even said he's still not even paying himself yet. Yeah, he wasn't right. So, and I think this is it's just an important thing to talk about because it does. It happens to all of us. Most of us have definitely been through this. Hopefully. All y'all that have had your businesses for a while aren't still stuck in it. Even if you are, you're still not alone because it, it just it happens to everybody. So, um, so we had we had some suggestions for them. It's hard, like I said, it is. It's just hard when you're that new and you're still wearing all the hats. But yeah. luckily, he is new because then he can set up good procedures and start good habits from the get go instead of getting, you know, five, seven, ten years deep and being stuck in this same rut so i guess that's the i'm always trying to look for the sunny side (laughs) so the sunny side of this is he can there are things he can start doing now to set up his business so it's not like this continually oh yeah and if you listen to some of our past podcasts i talk about some things i've had that cause me stress and get overwhelmed and it it it, like katie said it happens to everybody and and, Mm -hmm. um so we thought this is just an important story we wanted to share it with everybody so People are going through this right now, especially uh, I've heard of so many landscapers, even with all the COVID stuff going on, are still just swamped and can't keep up because people are booked. Yeah, yeah, booked a couple months out, and that's great. That's fantastic. You want to be booked out and busy. That's good. So, yeah. um, but you have to try not to let it run your whole entire life. Yeah. So we're just kind of give you like basic gist of the email that we replied back to him with, and uh, just like I said, just to kind of share his story and, and you know some of the suggestions we thought uh, he could do, and one of the things we mentioned first off was are there things that he can hand off in his business um you know he he said you know he's doing all the bookkeeping and you know spraying irrigation all that stuff and you know i asked him if he had somebody that was like working in his business right right now that could take a lead position on some of that stuff you know and you know as far as irrigation that he can kind of let them go do their thing and and you know be on their own as far as working on that so he doesn't have to be out doing all the irrigation all the time maybe he'll go in the morning and, and get the guys going and then step away and let them kind of run the job even if they're not to the point to where you can leave them alone if you can get them 
to transition to leaving them alone, mm -hmm. you can give them checklists, make sure that you've gone over things yeah. thoroughly, give them the work order, and then you can just go sit in your truck and answer emails, do whatever. Like Scott had like a whole mobile office set yep. up in his truck. He had his laptop. He had a, he had a printer in there, right? Yeah. Like whole mobile setup. So yeah. Um, that's to me a good way to transition away from being out on the job all the time. Like if you're not ready to just leave them out there, you know, cut the ties, leave them out there by themselves, maybe do some kind of like interim yeah. transition yeah, like and that. You have to do your normal training with the people, of course. But then while you're on third training, like Katie said, like I would just get the guys go in the morning. Hey, if you need me, I'm going to be in the truck. I'm going to be answering phone call or, you know, doing phone calls, doing my estimates and whatever I needed to do in my truck. Come get me if you need me, but yes. try to figure it out on your own. And realize that they're probably, uh, they're pro if you can get them to do it like 90% as good as you were going to do it, as long as mm -hmm. they're like not structurally doing something wrong or mm -hmm. doing it bad, I know it's hard to not nitpick because a lot of us have some perfectionists in us. Mm -hmm. But if they Maybe. can do a good enough job, then they can do a good enough job. You know what I'm saying? I don't want them to be lazy. But yeah. do you understand what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm, for example... Scott Mulchan is a water feature snob. That was his jam. <laughs> that was his game. Would the guys always put the rocks exactly how Scott would have? No. no. Nope. But did he have to get over it and just let them do it, or otherwise it was going to be him out there doing everything? Yes. Yeah, And, and, and it wasn't anything that structurally affected no, anything. No. It was all just aesthetics. The homeowners didn't know the dang difference. Nope, they thought it was great. Yep. All right, sure. <laughs> right. It is. So, no, it's just, it's one of those things. You have to kind of let go of some of those and, and let people start taking the lead. And you, you'll be a surprise, honestly. You know, you're always a little scared because, you know, he's been going your way. But This you have company to is your baby, yeah. and you want it done how you want it. That's why you give them the procedures, because yeah. then that way they're hopefully doing things the way you want to yeah. it yeah. done. But then let them go. Let them do their thing. And, you know, you learn from your mistakes. and, and Let them learn from theirs. You didn't have anybody get on you because it's your business you know, when you make mistakes. So when they make mistakes, you know, we can't necessarily hammer them unless it's something really dumb. You have to teach them, use it as a teachable moment, but they have to learn from their mistakes too. Just remember that you, you messed up plenty of times. I messed up plenty of times and just got to learn from I that. messed so. up like twice, but. Uh -huh. yep. uh -huh. <laughs> uh, anyhow, another thing too is, is, you know, the bookkeeping, he's talking about how he's doing all the invoicing, all that stuff. You know, is that another thing that he could hand off to somebody else? Um, in my opinion, we are lucky that this day and age, you can actually even hire virtual assistants mm -hmm. to do that. You can yep. hire virtual bookkeepers because we have talked about this on other podcasts. I am the world's okayest secretary. I hate bookkeeping. I hate doing that kind of stuff. So in my opinion, if, the, if you honestly, if you do not like to do that, that would be yep. one of the first things that I would unload. Yeah, that the you got the bookkeeping, the payroll, all that stuff can be handed off so you don't have to do that. Yeah, you're paying some people money, but if you're paying somebody... Like, you know, for the bookkeeping, for example, if you're paying somebody $40, $50 an hour and they're going to do like all your job costing, all that stuff for you, and you can look, just basically get a piece of paper that tells you all your numbers, to me, that's worth it, especially yeah. at the beginning. If you're hiring them to do more than just, oh, input these invoices and mm -hmm. oh, and pay these bills. Like yep. if you're actually hire the, hiring them, to, like Scott yep. said, look at your job costing and they can show you your numbers. Yeah. Like, so you don't have to sit and crunch yeah. those. To me, yeah. that's... That is worth it. And like we said, this day and age, you can you can do that virtually. Mm -hmm. We have an episode. We can link it in the show yeah. notes where we talk to Cassandra Elliott. Yep. She has um, 
like an accounting and bookkeeping service Mm -hmm. where they do things virtually. Um, And she dispels some of the, I know some people have some of the fears of hiring somebody online. Like she has her business that does it. There's websites like Upwork and stuff like that where you can hire, you can hire people if you just want somebody to do more like data entry type of stuff, not necessarily full on bookkeeping. Well, even locally, there's, there's tons of people out there. You can locally just hire somebody part time. And like if you're using on, I'm sorry, QuickBooks online, you can give people access to that. So if you have somebody right. that's in another office locally, they can get access to your stuff and, and you know do all the stuff right from there. So right, mine. But, I, did, I don't know his current situation. I don't know if yeah, he has I, an office or like. That's why it might be weird to like hire somebody. Like if he's still running the office part out of his home, yeah. he might not have the capacity to hire like somebody at twenty hours a week mm-hmm. to come in in person. But that's why I suggested yeah. perhaps like virtually. So yeah, there's there's a lot of things that you could be, you know, hired out, you know, and and just. I'm always a fan of getting rid of the things you don't want to do because those are the things you're going to procrastinate on and put off, and that's just going to make it worse. Yeah. Um, You know, like the biggest thing, like I said, was just just finding somebody that's in your business now that can take over some of those things. You may not be able to hire anybody, you know, know, whatever you want to call a production manager or somebody, uh, another crew leader. But find somebody that, you know, you feel that you they can step up and, and help you out in the business and then sub out, or not sub out, but uh, hire out some of those other things that can... Yeah, and you don't have time. to hire somebody. Once again, if you do it virtually, you don't have to pay somebody uh, like 40 hours a week. Yeah. You can... That's why these, they have these online businesses. Mm-hmm. They have multiple customers. You can start out with five yeah. hours a week or something. Yeah, you like can, payroll, there's tons of different programs out there. There's yeah. paychecks, there's gusto, there's all kinds of them that they're out there that you can use for services for that kind of stuff. There are a lot of bookkeepers do that too. So yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's too much. You can, nobody can do all that. Yeah. Um, and so the next thing we kind of mentioned to him was, um, where the crews aren't getting things done the same times that he was doing last year. So did, I forgot, did we ask if it's the same people or new people? I don't remember. uh, No, we, we didn't ask that. Um, you know, he said, you know, he has a good crew and he's paying them well. And I, Because sometimes I, if you don't have the same crew from last year, they're going to be a little slow in the yeah. spring at first, just if they're new people that you're acclimating to your way of doing things. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know the whole thing. We we, we uh, replied an email to him, so we're kind of waiting to hear back. But he, you know, mentioned that they're slower than, they, or than what he was doing last year. So the first thing I asked is, do the crews know – the, the production rates that he, they need to get him, the budgeted hours that he has, you know, is, is he estimating a man hour? So it, mm-hmm. and this is a whole nother topic we're not really going to get into, but having the man hours known and given to the crews is a game changer for us because we could keep track of things and you can get in all kinds of crazy stuff. You can get into, you know, having context contests between crews as if who's getting stuff done under production rates and, and the man hour time. Um, right, because that and are they actually slower or do they just seem slower because yeah. you're maybe stressed out, a little agitated, yeah. you have more work booked than you perhaps had in the past. So maybe they are at the same rate that they were last year, but it just seems slower because you're more stressed out. I'm not yeah. saying that was the case because honestly, like I yeah. said, we emailed them back, so I'm not sure. Yeah, but we, sometimes you have to take in your 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 mindset into the context there because yeah. you might just be a little stressed and so you might just be feeling it a little more yeah. this year. You know, the, the crews have to know what a win looks like. So the win is, you know, tell them, that, okay, you have 40 hours to do this job, you know, and they need you need to come in 40 hours or less and they keep consistently coming in under 50. And then you can start looking and, you know, is it the training? Do you need to work with your people more or are you just 
Maybe you no, didn't put enough man hours in the estimate. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but if it's the same job as last year, there's a reason why it's not getting done. You know, and it's probably training, um, or the guys just aren't they're messing around or something on the job. And you may have to just follow the guys around and just work with them a little bit to get them trained properly and how to do things in order. Um, kind of going into what Kitty said earlier with the checklist. I'm a huge, as you know, I'm a huge fan of checklists and procedures. Um, and this is something else we mentioned in the email. You know, having this checklist, the crews know exactly what has to be done when you're not there, uh, and that that's huge. Um, and that's, next thing is things won't get forgotten. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. they, whatever stuff won't get missed as far as weed eating because you're going to have them walk through the property again and make sure everything got spin trimmed properly or everything was nothing was forgotten, nothing was missed mowing um, or shovels or tools are picked up, you know, whatever it is. And the last thing, the checklist will help make sure things are completed in the proper order. You know, if you sit down. Yeah, you don't you, want to blow everything off yeah. and then we do the spin trimming because yeah. then now you have to blow yeah. it off again. Yeah, so, <laughs> so. You know, having those things set in the proper order, the crews know that, you know, how to do it in the most efficient way and, you know, productive way. So yeah, get your crew running. Uh, I wanted to touch on as well, if you start handing things off of your plate, because Inside of our academy, we have a course in there on how to do performance-based kind of bonuses mm -hmm. for your people. So that might be something because to get them to move their butts a little quicker um, because that is based on them coming in under the scheduled hours on jobs. Yeah. Yeah. So they get bonuses based on their performance. And if you don't have time to, you know, you're, you might be like, I don't have time to sit down and figure this up. Da -da 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 -da. But if you can get your crews kind of rolling and you can unload maybe the payroll or some of the bookkeeping that will give you time to look at things such as performance-based pay mm -hmm. that will help get your crews to move quicker. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It all kind of ties together. So if you can get some of these littler things up out your way, then you can work on these things that are going to move your business forward. Mm -hmm. Having this kind of bonus system in place for your employees will get them, you know, will, can some, a lot of times help with those production rates. Yeah, so like it all ties together. It's Going, I know it's a lot, but it all ties together. <laughs> going with that is, like we said, you can have like a scoreboard where you keep track of crews. So you can write down for the week, I'm just throwing a number, but we have 120 man hours for budgeted for this week for the maintenance crews. And then they're coming in, one crew's coming in at 110 or, you know, whatever it is. It, it, everybody's coming in under whatever. And they'll start, you'll start seeing competitions between the crews who can come in, the, you know, the best, the best times. Yeah. Have a prize, give out and, fuel cards. Yeah. Gift cards, whatever gift it is. Cards, you know, something. You, you know, it's, it's just a way to encourage your people to, to move a little quicker and get the job done. And yeah. Make Not more to the money, point so. that, yeah, it's detrimental to the work, yeah, but yeah. you know. Um, and then like Katie said earlier, uh, just working in a truck while while the crews are going that that's that was a huge thing for us it, look for ways to yeah. sneak away and yeah. get your time um and then lastly i asked him if he had like a personal planner um something because like you're getting phone calls from all these people you're trying to keep track of all your times that you have to meet some people here and there and, and get to the jobs and all that stuff having some kind of planner whether it's just on your phone on a calendar google calendar or just a written planner yeah. or whatever yeah i it is. like for work to use written calendars mm -hmm. scott likes to use his phone yeah. so pick whatever you like and you and just use it um that, just because you're going to get overwhelmed really easy really easy in this business yeah um i like it, to log my phone calls that's why i like written ones is because i'm a phone call logger because you forget what you talk about and all that mm -hmm. anyway so i like to make little notes yeah so just having some kind of planner that you can write down, keep track of things, and keep track where you're supposed to be, who you're going to be, 
It's going to help you say no to certain things. So, you know, you're not getting overbooked. And Oh, we didn't even put that in our notes here to talk about. Start saying no to stuff. Yeah, oh. that's, the that's, older you get, the easier it is. It is. <laughs> Scott has had a saying no problem. His, I mean, as long as I've known him, 22, yeah. three, whatever years. So, yeah. no, maybe longer than that. Oh, no, I've known you way longer than that. That's just like how long we've been married. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> I've known Scott a very long time. He's always had a saying no problem. Yeah. I have it to some extent, not nearly as bad, but he yeah. is definitely getting better with yeah. age. It's it's harder. It's hard to say no, especially to friends and family. But to get ahead in your life, sometimes you have to say no to certain things and just you just have to prioritize. Yeah. And yeah. Well, having the planner, like I said, helps because you can see. Oh, I I do have an opening. You know, this weekend I can come help do whatever. Or yeah. That's another thing we I, have in our academy. Um, I made up a list of how to say no to things, emails. Mm-hmm. If yeah. any one of our members are listening and they haven't seen those yet, it's like just politely declining things. Yeah. Emails you can send out to people. But like we said, this is just something we felt was pretty common, this business, you know, getting overwhelmed and, and we thought we'd share a story and hopefully. Oh yeah. Especially this time of year, things are yeah, getting rolling. And, and like you said, I think this is his second year. So yeah. he's still um, new. Stay with it. Just kind of work on some of these things, and you'll, you'll get through it. Oh, trust me, you'll get through it. We it's all hard. make it. Yeah. <laughs> we all it, do. It's hard, um, and, and it's just been kind of a unique year so far. So you know, everybody's spending time at home and looking at the yards and going, "Oh, we should do this." Oh, sure. The COVID has made things weird, and I I don't know if this is like United States wide, but just definitely here in the Midwest, we are we have another very very wet spring. Mm-hmm. We had yeah. this happen last year, and this year once again, very very super wet making things hard to schedule because it's soupy out there so (laughs) (laughs) yeah but we all wait everybody made it last year we'll make it this year so all right guys well thanks for joining us today have a great day hey everyone just want to thank you again for joining us today if you enjoyed today's podcast we do ask you for one quick favor could you please head over to itunes and leave us a review a five-star review is even better but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message Hey everybody, really quick, we wanted to invite you to join what is unquestionably the best thing we've ever done in the Million Dollar Landscaper community. And it's a series of free, short, five minutes to be exact, webinars called Five Minute Fridays. You know, everyone in their business is five minutes away from something. Some of you all are five minutes away from getting out of the field. Some of you are five minutes away from your most profitable season yet. And some of you are five minutes away from taking your company to the next level. So no matter where you are in your business, these webinars are going to help you. They're going to help you understand all the moving pieces that go into running a successful landscaping business. So what we recommend you do right now is pause this audio, go to milliondollarlandscaper.com and get signed up for the 5-Minute Fridays. That's milliondollarlandscaper.com and we'll see you on Friday.